Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. You're a bunch of idiots. I thought that Macho Man Randy Savage had passed away. I'm glad to hear that he is still calling us to tell us how stupid we From are. You're a bunch of idiots. Dave and Mahoney. Poke it with the broom. Chris, you've owned multiple homes over the years. Have you ever <laughs> poked a fire detector with a broom the and button. it just stopped beeping? The button. I like that you're just poking it with a broom. <laughs> Which, by the way, is something an old person does at that point. They just start poking things. Mahoney's just going to walk over and start whacking it. So <laughs> see if it'll stop. Dave. Dave. At Mahoney. I think if you're worried about people knowing whether you're high or not, you shouldn't be getting high. Talk to you later, Mike. <laughs> I don't like to smoke weed or do edibles around anybody except for myself. I'm with you, Mahoney. Anytime that I get high, I'm like, talk to you later, Mike. And <laughs> <laughs> now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, so millions of people were overpaid on Social Security, and you're like, well, I mean, if you're like, you know, of that age range and you're getting Social Security checks and they gave you a little bit too much money, then totally cool, right? You would think so. Maybe not so much. One of the recipients, uh, her name is Barb. Uh-huh. Uh, she got a letter stating that she owed... $3,362 due to an accidental overpayment nah, man. causing uh, uh, caused by her widow stipend and a small government pension. And they're saying, hey, you got to pay us back. Nah, man. Like, let Barb keep that $3,300. Like, this is on you, man. She's a widower and she's living off a government pension. Like, let Barb live. How old? You know, she's got to be a thousand years old. Her name is Barb. Her name is Barb. There's no young Barbs out there. Yeah. If you, if you have a young Barb, we would love to hear all about it and what made you make that decision. Uh, but affected recipients like Barb face difficulties in repaying large sums of money, especially mm-hmm. considering, you know, the cost of living is going up and everything yes, else is inflation all over the place. So uh, Social Security Administration say they are working on improving its services and overpayment prevention policies and procedures. That sounds... Like a you problem. That does sound like yeah, a you Like if problem. I go to a cashier and you're sitting there ringing stuff up and you accidentally don't scan something. That's, that's on you, you. That's a you problem. That's on you, bitch. Yep. If you are the Social Security Administration, you overpay me, that's on you. Yep. You can improve your system, making pe- people pay this money back, especially if they didn't know. Yeah, you're right? going to be bankrupt in like seven years anyway. Let her live. Some good news today as well. What do we got, Dave? There was a dude, Mahoney, that uh-huh. got struck by lightning. Now, this was decades ago. This is all the way back in this 1995. Is, this is good news, Dave. This is good news because even after all of these years, after being struck by lightning. Did he get superpowers? Uh, you know what? It's it's kind of crazy. He got superpowers in the sense that he is continuing to give back when I think that I would be uh, pretty jaded if I got struck by lightning in this mm-hmm. way. So, you know, we, we've heard plenty of stories, people out walking their dogs or holding an umbrella, whatever sure. it is, something like that. In 1995, uh, Richard Rogers survived being struck by lightning while sleeping inside of his cabin in Tennessee. Hell no, man. His heart stopped, but CPR from a friend's child saved his life. So he recovered, later took over his father's company. He started the Just One More Foundation to give back. And the foundation provides people with second chances, uh, people in need with applicants from all over the place, all over the U.S. He says he uses the money he inherited from his company to invest into his community, building homes in Chattanooga for women that are battling drug addiction. He also donated thousands of dollars anonymously to help people in need over the years. So this dude, who gets absolutely just rocked, blasted by... A bolt of lightning while asleep. he's inside and asleep. Ain't fair. That is not fair at all. If you're on a golf course and you're holding up your clubs, sure. Right. You're you're on the it's roof like, hey, doing hey, some hey. work, swinging a hammer. You're like, yeah. all right, you just unfortunately happen to be the highest point and the lightning yeah. found you. But inside the house while you're sleeping. Under your covers, like, just snug as a bug in a rug. I would I would be pretty convinced that God hates me. Yeah. Like, you are trying to smite me, and I do not appreciate Or that. maybe that's why he's like, I got to turn this ish around. Like, I'm <laughs> real sorry. <laughs> Whatever I've been doing, I'm going to stop that right now. Uh, but yeah, after all these years later, still continuing to, uh, to do something good and getting some traction, doing great things in the community, even after all these years doing new stuff. Love it. Let's get things going. Thanks for joining us today. Dave Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Show. Please leave a message after the tone. This keeps coming up, and I disagree with you guys. Well, partially disagree. Uh, it, it is true that his accent is horrible most of the time, but Brad Pitt's accent in Inglorious Bastards is spot on. If you watch old war movies, and I've even met people who talk like that and say the words the way he says it, you'll see that that accent, the only one he's ever gotten, even when he speaks normal. <laughs> but anyway, 
Love you guys. Message deleted. Uh, no, I think that you're giving him a pass because uh, Brad Pitt gets pretty privileged. Uh, every accent that I've ever heard him do is atrocious, so, including in Glorious Bastards. I don't know. That's the only movie you and I, I think, have ever seen together. Did we see that together? We went to an advanced screening of okay. it, like a media thing, and like... I loved it. I'm a, I'm a big Tarantino guy, but like even from the day one, whenever that came out, like 12, 13 years ago, you hated it. You yeah. were, you were, you were. It. I love Brad Pitt. I think there's really not like a bad Brad Pitt movie. Yeah, but I feel like Brad Pitt is better when he just stands there and doesn't talk. Like he ruins yeah, it when he talks. No, he doesn't. Like George Clooney is a good actor. I like George Clooney a lot, and he's equally handsome, maybe more handsome depending on what he you're. More handsome than Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt can do more roles than Clooney. Yeah. You know what? What was that movie that came out not that long ago that had Brad Pitt in it? It was some goofy, like, jungle. Channing Tatum was in it. He was pretty good in that. Uh-huh. It was It was not that long ago. Was it Sandra Bullock that was in that as well? I liked him in uh, Babylon. Maybe. The Lost City. The was Lost City, yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 that's, that's what you're thinking of. Was, yeah. Uh, I liked him in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I liked, yeah, I, I liked him in that Tarantino, as well. Yes. Another Tarantino movie that was you know, just absolutely great. I, I don't know, man. I like, there's a movie called Bullet Train that's on Netflix, Ooh, that, too. That's actually good, it's too. It's just yeah. dumb fun. It's just, I don't know, man. I'm. He's one of the guys who still has movie star qualities to me. You know, I mean, it's like him, Tom Cruise, I George like Clooney, he's Denzel got Washington. Movie star qualities when he's just being Brad Pitt. Like, when he tries to be anything else, it's just totally unbelievable. Like, you can't play an underdog. You can't play some just, like, poor guy from the country. You're too good looking. That's a good point. He Once played upon a, time he in a gypsy in Snatch, and what? I believed it. Yeah, but he was a badass gypsy. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're a, a bare knuckle gypsy fighter, most of you are probably pretty badass. That's what I mean. Like, he can, when he's being cool, he can pull it off so, exceptionally Tyler well. Durden. Yes. That's a good example. That's a great example. You yeah. don't watch the show Dave, which I think is ironic because your name is Dave. Uh, it stars the uh, hip-hop artist Lil Dicky. Okay. Uh, it's and funny. It's, I, it's one of my favorite like shows on television. And Brad Pitt has a cameo in the season finale of season three. And it is so good. It's like, it just reminds me of like, he must have just been a fan of this show. And, and wanted to be wanted a part of parents. it. Yeah. yeah. Please leave a after the hey Mahoney, uh, you I believe you said something about 55 million and that 1.5 billion. The 1.5 means 500 million. Just uh, an FYI. Message deleted. Uh, bro, it was 1.55 million. Yeah, so he was talking about the additional five, which was 50 million dollars, which we were just like, meh, don't even worry about that. <laughs> which, by the way, the fact that nobody hit Powerball and it's now going to be at least $1.72 billion is just So the unreal. second highest ever yeah. as of now. I was legitimately surprised when I woke up and checked my tickets and I had won nothing. How many tickets not did even, you not buy? Not even like the $4 or whatever. Not, yeah. not even the yeah. $4. Uh, I bought $30 worth. And you got nothing? Zero back. I'm not, so bad not, about not checking my tickets like till like days later. Like, if I see in the news that nobody locally won it, then I'm like, well, I didn't nah, win. Didn't yeah, win. Yeah. You could have a million-dollar winner in your pocket, and you just would have, have no, no idea. idea. No yeah. idea. Please leave a message after the tone. If you could invent a new flavor of ice cream, what would it be? I would want one that tasted like A5 Wagyu. <laughs> so you can get the flavor without the huge price. Message deleted. Yeah. I feel like we have all cold, the flavors. Cold steak. Yeah. I feel like we have all the flavors of ice cream that we need, and all we need is praline cream, and we're good. I don't feel like there is. You're right. There is not like a great waiting recipe that has not been thought of and or attempted at this point. Yeah. We don't need more ice cream flavors. We don't. In fact, you could argue that we need less. When, we, when I was a kid growing up, it was like Neapolitan, chocolate, or vanilla, and that's it. Baskin Robbins was going was stunting on fools mm-hmm. with thirty two flavors. That's right. Yeah. I mean, they were ju- they were high the- stepping, just just rubbing it in everybody's face. And now it's just it's just we're, we've gone we've gone too far. I'll tell you one that if you ever get it, I don't know who has it. I had it somewhere one time. Cereal milk ice cream. Yeah, I've had that before. Oh, you have? I don't know. That does it's, sound pretty good. It is, I thought it was great. But it's he, in, Mahoney's it's very underwhelmed. No, it's just indulgent. Very indulgent. Too indulgent for you. You know, what I, you know what doesn't get the love that it deserves? Mm. Custard. Custard is just the greatest vanilla. It really is. Custard is the supreme vanilla because you have to add like 10% vanilla extract compared to like 2%. Do you know what's overrated? Gelato. Yeah. It's yeah. not that oh, good. It looks, absolutely. You absolutely. look wonderful 
and then you take a bite, and it's like Brad Pitt doing an accent. Just <laughs> shut up. This is Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, do you remember when the movie Footloose came out all those years ago? Yes, I mean, it was a pretty man. big, like, cultural movie. And sure. It seems so ridiculous to most people that there was some guy in some town who wouldn't allow people to dance. I don't think that felt that ridiculous. I felt like it felt people knew places like that that existed still back in the 80s, certainly. And, Dave, uh, it was, you know, uh, a cultural phenomenon because obviously a lot of people related, but because the great, maybe the greatest composer of movie theme songs ever, Kenny Loggins. Wrote Footloose. He did write Footloose, didn't and he? That as you know, yeah. uh, one of the things I've been very proud of mm-hmm. is that Kenny Loggins follows your boy on Twitter. Even though you're not active on Twitter anymore? I, I've got a private account, but Kenny Loggins still follows. <laughs> still follows you? He yeah. can still see those tweets that I don't, you <laughs> yeah. know, uh, throw out there. But yeah, I mean, it, it did. I think there, I think it seemed, it, it'd be ridiculous now, but 30, 40 years ago, it wasn't that ridiculous. I mean, I went, to a, I went to a private Christian high school for my junior and senior year, and we didn't have dances, even then. Yeah. I mean, and that was in the late 90s. You, you didn't know? have space for the Lord between you? No. We not even those kind of not dances? Not even those kind of dances. Well. But, I mean, here we are in 2023, and this is just kind of wild. So, uh, principal, his name is Jason St. Pierre of Walker High School in Louisiana. Sounds like a bitch. Uh, faced a whole bunch of backlash after he reprimanded a student. Her name is uh, Kaylee. She was dancing at a party after homecoming i guess okay and like she a, was like kind of twerking you know, i saw like, the video of this it wasn't even twerking it yeah, was just, just like just, just dancing, dancing like dancing. teenagers do so uh he got his panties in such a wad about this that he actually revoked the school's endorsement of scholarship for her and stripped her of her position in the student government association like this is the sort of thing that can like mess up somebody's life absolutely like when you are trying to get into a high level school when she's got scholarships on the line having an endorsement and being a part of like student government you know all adds to her resume to get her to the next level which it sounds like she wanted to be i understand if you do something uh during a uh you know even if it was at the dance you could make a uh, uh, it would be a, a weak argument but you could still at least make an argument but you're talking about something that happened off premise you at know, a party after homecoming, you're like, yeah. come on, man. And nobody was hurt. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a fight. It was like somebody just was like dancing in if a she way. She got that, into a DUI accident and she sure. was at fault. Yes, but come on, and man. And you know, you know what this screams to me? Mm. You know, I mean, because this, she was just, she was like student of the month. She had all these recommendations. And for this guy to come out here and, and pull this, this says to me, this guy has some sort of weird uh, sexual sort of feelings towards what he saw. Yeah. And is, is, is trying. He's threatened by it. And so he's trying to lay the law down. That's yeah. exactly That's what it feels 100% like. That's 100% what it is. the energy. This is like employers when they find somebody's or like, uh, no, like the story we heard last week when, uh, you know, some somebody at a school found another teacher's only fans. Yeah. And you're like, she gets chastised, but the guy who's paying for this doesn't. Yeah, eh, I don't like it. So um, a whole bunch of people online, you know, started to, to rally behind this girl. And, you know, the uh, the slogan, let the girl dance, started gaining traction. And uh, it turns out that St. Pierre actually came out and later apologized, issued a statement expressing regret for his actions, reinstated her scholarship and position in the Student Government Association. And I say that's not good enough. No, it is This not. guy should be punished because yep. if he's acting like that with the power You're that he has. You're not a leader of a community. You don't deserve to have that kind of a power no. over people if that's your initial reaction. Dave. Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. We thought we could be going back into the dark ages when it comes to content on television, but a big thing that came along that solved part of the problem, at least, is the writer's strike contract getting done. It has now officially been ratified. So 99% of the WGA, who's that 1%, man, uh, voted to support the contract in a vote that ended on Monday. So the Writers Guild of America has ratified a three-year contract deal, marking the end of the second longest strike in the union's history. So I bet that nine or that 1% mm-hmm. is also a dentist because there's always... Nine out of ten dentists approve. Yeah, like what is that one dentist there? Like, no, we we don't think brushing your teeth is good. Yeah, like why do we keep asking him? Yeah, that guy's a moron. (laughs) 
but yeah, it's it's good to see the writer's strike is done. Hopefully, all this other stuff can get buttoned up. Mm-hmm. Everyone can get paid what they what they deserve. Well, and just keep with the, the good way that, the way that it's changing. Yes, man. Like you know, if I write this, and just because it doesn't, uh, you know, it, it doesn't go to theaters or it doesn't go to traditional TV, but it, it does a bazillion views on a streaming service, then you should get paid. How you make money is how they should make money. Artists deserve to get paid, period. So we've seen The Rock do a lot of really great charitable things over the years. And one thing recently that he tried to do, and some people called it, you know, very insensitive and they're doing it at the wrong time for the wrong reasons, which I don't agree with any of. He has had to come out and apologize because he started the Maui fundraiser for the, the wildfires. But he didn't just come out and say, hey, I want everyone else to donate money. Him and Oprah said that they were going to combine donate $10 million themselves. And then everyone's coming out and they're bashing him for asking them for money when he's got so much money. You're like, he did put his money where his mouth is. Yes. And the fact that he's had to come out and apologize for this. People are just so petty. How are they asking people paycheck to paycheck? He's asking people, and Oprah was too, if you have the means, do so. Yeah, And And if you don't, then don't. don't. It's not all about you. Like, everyone has got this main character energy so yeah. much where it's like, how could you possibly ask me? I'm living paycheck to paycheck. It's not for you then. Just yes. just ignore it. There's plenty of people out there that had the means to do it that also ignored it. It's fine. It doesn't, just because something made you feel away and hurt your feelings. This is a guy who was doing something, you know. He's doing something uh, good. He's passionate he's about, all over it. you know, what we saw happen in Hawaii and in, uh, you know, and, and in Maui. Like, this is some of the worst fires that we've seen in America. You know, Lahaina is basically just gone. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, he was out here talking about, you know, something he is passionate and he cares about, you know. Uh, and and put his money where his mouth is. I I don't I don't I don't agree with him apologizing either, man. I think I think the world of social media is too damn soft. Bunch of bitches. Everyone's out here yep. just complaining about everything, and then you have people like The Rock who's donating five you know million what he dollars didn't do? to apologize. You know what he didn't do, Dave? What's that? Sing Imagine. Yes, that is unforgivable. That you need to apologize yes. for immediately. So uh, Taylor Swift fans are, um, are are speculating that it's entirely possible, and I would tend to agree with this. This is sound logic. That the reason that Travis Kelsey got hurt in the game on Sunday against the Minnesota Vikings she is wasn't because there. she wasn't there. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's been dealing with some issues this season to begin with, you know, and uh, you know, it's a, it, was, it was a tough game. Uh, do we know how long Kelsey's going to be out for? Uh, well, I mean, he was still, like, running up and down the sideline and getting back into the game even on Sunday, so we don't know. But, I mean, anytime there's one of those non-contact injuries, you're like, ah. Like, yeah. That seems bad. But, I mean, big injuries on both sides of the ball with Travis Kelsey I mean, going down. Justin Jefferson was Taylor obviously. is a tall drink of water. Yeah. She could probably play tight end. You want to put her in, see how she I does? I mean, yeah, man. <laughs> she's, she's got the height. I think if we put her in a tight end, then Travis Kelsey has to do one of her stadium shows. Uh, yes, in one of those bodysuits. This is Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, when you were growing up as a young man, did you have a crazy bus driver at any point? Mr. Thomas, Dave, he took no slack, and he would lay the law down with the quickness if you got out of line. I feel like there is a certain level of respect that you have to have for your bus driver. Right. And uh, I don't know if that's the same in 2023 because a lot of them is. have, like, cameras on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Ed, my bus driver, would not have survived the camera on the bus. He would have been canceled. Uh, absolutely. He been, Mr. Ed would have been taken out to the glue factory. He uh, he also was uh, somebody that did not take a whole lot of guff. Uh-huh. Uh, he had a big thing about there not being anything in the aisle at any point during the bus ride. Okay. And he had this glare, you know, the look up in the mirror glare. That every good bus driver's got. Uh-huh. And if there was a single foot backpack, anything in the middle aisle while he was driving his route, he would pull over to the side of the road as violently as possible. Like, he would jam on the brakes and rip. And, you know, there would be, like, one partial shoelace in the aisle. And next thing you know, there's 40 kids in the aisle because he just yanked everyone across. I mean, they went flying. You got to pay the tax, man. Hey, you do the crime, got to do the time. Mr. Ed uh, took no guff from anyone. And you know what? Looking back... As a grown man now, I respect Mr. Ed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing but nothing but respect for our bus drivers out there, Dave. So I don't know if I would give this bus driver a pass, though. So uh, so she has been fired. Um, her name is Amal Hanna, and the reason that she got fired is because she was caught drinking a white claw while driving students home. Not a white claw. But not is not going to face charges after the cops say they believe her claim that she didn't know it was an alcoholic drink. <laughs> She lamented the alleged mistake that she saw fired and revealed 
uh, that she's undergoing chemotherapy. So you're like, okay, look, I, if, if you're going through something like yeah. that, I have some empathy for you. Uh, but come on, man. You can't be making a mistake like that if you're driving kids It's around. 2023. How, what did you think it was? Like an energy drink, maybe? She said that because of her condition right now, she has been unable to taste aspects of certain food and drink, including any alcohol, which, again, doesn't seem like that good of an excuse if you're not able to taste alcohol like maybe really make sure that whatever you're consuming does not have alcohol in it and at last check uh right there on the side of the can it does tell you the percent of alcohol that is in that drink yeah yeah so uh she uh she said that she uh she has been fired uh she said she loved her job dearly and misses seeing the kids and everything else again feel bad for her if she's going through some heavy stuff but man you just gotta be smarter when there's kids involved yeah. This is David Mahoney. Oh, it is a never-ending saga. Yes, we are almost done with the house stuff, but there's one thing that has been missing, and you probably noticed it when you come over, Mahoney. Uh, it is the oven. You it don't have range. Uh, you don't have a range. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it and that's is a- supposedly on a boat and uh-huh. is going to be landing in the United States the next couple of days. Okay. And then it's going to be shipped here. Now, granted, it was supposed to be here in July, and here we are, you know, mid-October, and mm-hmm. still no range. That's a, I mean, that's a, pr- did they give you a range of when it was going to be delivered? <laughs> Do you have a range for the range, please? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's supposed to be pretty quick, I guess, once it actually gets on U.S. soil. Uh-huh. But I am, I've been discussing with my wife why she opted to buy an international range because that is excessive and seems unnecessary. Tell us about this range. I don't know anything about you it. Don't know I just know like it was what expensive. Kind of special features it has. Like, no, I don't think it's any special features. Just a. I mean, a lot of new, not a lot of new ones now. Like there's things you can control from your phone. And no, then, no, no. I think it's going to be one of them fancy ones. Like I've seen them. I mean, I've seen your kitchen. Yeah. And in its state, and your wife has done. I mean, if you, it could be on like you know any influencers. Like she's done a whatever. great job with it. Yeah, it looks it looks great. Like so ready for everything you can do, to be done, dude. You you guys should become an influencer couple. Uh, ooh, one problem, not good looking. Me, that's yeah, I'm, but I'm just the stand problem. behind her. Just stand behind her. I think you guys would actually look fantastic on a TV show oh, like thank that. Thank you. But, yeah, um, no, I don't want any more updating and renovating the house because there has been more drama recently, not just with the delayed range. Uh huh. What's yeah. what's happening so now? So my wife and I don't know if you guys are into wallpaper, but I guess no. that's now a thing that's I, back. It's making a comeback. Yeah. And it's the worst idea ever. No, I disagree. I'm a fan of wallpaper. It's okay. hard to put up. It's hard to take well, down. That's why yeah. you hire a professional. Well, so we support did. small businesses. <laughs> so we did. Uh, we hired a professional and he came out last week and it was for the powder bathroom. And to be fair, like the powder bathroom is kind of awkwardly shaped. You're down Downstairs one? The downstairs one. Because it's under the stairs. It's under the stairs, sure. so it kind of has like a slanted There's ceiling. There's an angle. So it's not just, you know, a normal box bathroom like you'd find sure. in most places. And the guy's in there, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to be able to do this room and then the other room uh, throughout the course of the day. And, you know, like multiple hours had gone by, and he was making very little progress. And he's very nice. You know, I talked to him a little bit, but when I was speaking with him, I noticed that he was missing the vast majority of his teeth. I don't think that has anything to do with wallpaper. It doesn't have anything to do with his wallpaper. I would think somebody who's missing teeth would be a better wallpaper than people with a full mouth of teeth. How do you lose teeth hmm. in a wallpapering accident? They're, they right? go they go <laughs> hard. Like, I mean, they go hard. Were you a boxer and then decided to specialize <laughs> yeah. in wallpapering? Yeah. So he's missing a you know, bunch of his teeth or whatever. But uh, you know, whatever. Like if he's doing a good job, I don't care. Sure. But it just appeared that he was not really doing a good job. And go so figure. <laughs> So I, I actually had to leave the house, and I'm kind of like, I don't want to leave this guy here, like, by himself. Well, he's not going to yeah. eat any of your children. <laughs> well, I didn't leave the kids there with him. <laughs> okay. I got, I might, eat, might eat some of your food, but. Yeah, and so I'm like, ah, whatever. I'll just, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine. And it, it gets to the point of the day where he's like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up for today, but I'm going to come back tomorrow at 8 a.m. And, you know, again, I don't want to say that he looked like a meth head, but he kind of looked like a meth head. And then I walked into the... Uh, bathroom to see how the work looked whenever mm-hmm. I got back to the house, and it turns out it looked like it had been done by a method. Uh, <laughs> Where did you find this wallpaper expert? So my wife told me that she found him on Facebook, and there was actually Dude, a, a bunch uh, of good reviews. I know. What are you doing? I know. And so I actually downloaded the Task Rabbit thing that you were talking about, where you can get people to come over. It turns out it's actually very difficult to find somebody. That specializes in wallpaper because it's all nobody hard. does wallpaper anymore, Dave, or it's just now starting to come back. You have a resource directly across the street from you 
in your your, your road dog Dale. You want me to ask Dale who's to come a, over and wallpaper the Who's a guy who's been around town for a long time, seems to know a lot about everything. Mm-hmm. You should. Why aren't you running these questions by people who have been here and know a thing or two? It's like farmers insurance. They what? know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. <laughs> okay. I wonder how long you it's going to take you to get there. It took me a sec for yeah, that. I bet you the last time wallpaper was a thing, though, that guy had teeth, to be fair. I bet he did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, if you want to listen to somebody that sounds like AI but is real, go to White Castle, go to the drive-thru, and listen. You will not believe what you are hearing. Bye. Message deleted. That is a very specific <laughs> and very weird uh, request for us. Is there is that a thing at all White Castles where they have AI taking I'm your order? That it's yeah, like an automated voice. Like Panda Express has been doing that for a long time. Like also, I don't mind up? that at all. I mean, the, the thing is, is that you know, outside of a couple of places, like Starbucks tends to be pretty good with yeah. the people oh, they yeah. have working the drive-through. Uh, but for the most part, like going through a drive-through is a fairly miserable experience. You know, either you can't hear them, they can't hear you. You have to repeat the order, and it—I don't know if I'm the only one. Like maybe I need to work on my patience. I definitely need to work on my patience. But no, that's not it at all. When I'm ordering something, and then they cut me off to ask me a question while I'm in the middle of ordering something. Well, you're just not yeah. ordering properly. I don't care. So I when you order your meal, like oh, when I go to, uh, of course, when I go to McDonald's of the 22,316 uh, worldwide McDonald's that I've been to, mm-hmm. Dave, I go, I want a number four lar- with a, I want a large number four with a Coke. So they don't try have, ordering that again. I want a large number four with a Coke. You want, you want fries? A large with number four with a Coke. You want fries with that? A large what's number what's four size? with a Coke. What size? On the a fries? large a number large four with a Coke. Them? Yeah. Uh, and a ten-piece nug with sweet and sour, and that will be all. So there's no follow-up questions. You have to end what you were saying. See, there's ways to order, sir, know, that you are not this doing. This is coming from a man that just got dunked on by say, an Arby's, Arby's employee. I didn't get dunked on. Yes, you did. He They're, punked you out. They, they have, uh, Arby's corporate took that person out and murdered them. <laughs> did they really? They, they are, uh, They're the roast beef this week. They are the roast beef at that location this week. Come on, Dave. You gotta start tossing out Rocky and Bullwinkle. Give her some clips of that and then convince her, if she doesn't fall in love with Rocky, that at least you're not trying to get a moose. What the hell? Go for it, man. Message deleted. Is this in the great quest to get a raccoon for the house? Is that what he's talking about? I usually have a pretty good understanding of, of, of our voicemails and things we've discussed on the show. I had no idea if that was a raccoon. What thing. kind of animal is Rocky? I, Rocky is a flying squirrel. He's a flying squirrel, yeah. so and I don't want a flying is a moose. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't lend to me wanting to get a pet raccoon for the house. So there's something. I loved watching Rocky and Bullwinkle uh, as a kid. You know, I love mm-hmm. the, you know, Boris and Natasha and Dudley Do-Right and that whole era of cartoons. But there was one place, if I had a time machine, I, I, I don't know if this place still exists or not. Uh, it's in Wilsonville, Oregon. It's called Bullwinkle's Restaurant. And it oh, was a yeah. family fun center. And I saw like, a, it was like I've heard of this. Chuck E. Cheese times a billion. Like it makes Casa Bonita look like not like a, a, a mystical wonderland, which... Casa Bonita is open now in Colorado again. But if I would go back and do that and or go to a couple of the old school uh, showbiz pizzas. A lot of people don't know this, but uh, Arby's Corporate actually runs that restaurant and they only serve moose. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to eat moose sometime. Some moose soup? I don't know about moose soup because I'm not like, uh, I feel like a moose stew I would be okay with. A moose moose stew. But a moose soup, I don't know. I I don't know about the right seasoning. Maybe. Maybe. Hey, how you doing? This message for Mr. Mahoney. Uh, it's been three weeks, Mahoney. Uh, you've avoided me. You're not paying. You owe the vig, Mahoney. Don't make me come over there. All right? You got to pay Frank, all right? Call me back whenever you get this message, and we will meet up at the Walgreens to pay like normal procedure. Message deleted. I mean, if you just want me to give you a, a, an old-fashioned, Frank, I will, man. It's fine. How much are you betting on Korean baseball, brother? A lot. <laughs> you need some help, man? Yeah. <laughs> Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Yo, 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 yo.
Mahoney, it is spooky season. I know that because my wife uh, is going to Home Depot today to buy a bunch of Halloween decorations, and that is going to cost me $1 billion. Thoughts and prayers with you, sir. I really uh, anticipated uh, that I was going to win the the big Powerball Uh jackpot. Um, earlier this week, in, just to pay for Halloween decorations. Unfortunately, that did not happen. So, yeah, th- I appreciate the thoughts. Do you, place. is she going to go for the, like, the, the what is it, that 15-foot skeleton? Yeah. Is that I the, you, the big, that's I think like, you got to. everybody's yeah. jumping in on this season. Last year was the big-ass animatronic werewolf with abs, which mm-hmm. was cool. Yeah, very cool. And now you've got the 15-foot skeleton. 15-foot foot skeleton. I, I'm a little concerned about where I'm going to store a 15-foot skeleton uh, when it's not Halloween season. Uh-huh. But I guess we'll just have to figure that out later. Because, you know, the kids kids need to feel I mean, you could just leave it in the kids' room. <laughs> yeah, they would actually be fine with that. They yeah. love the Halloween decorations in their room. <laughs> like, this is kind of creepy. Why are you walking around holding a little skeleton like it's a baby doll? Yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of people that seek out all of the uh, the spooky stuff out mm-hmm. there. Uh, are you, you're not one of those people that are whatever, like, intentionally go stay at, like, scary the scary movies and, and yeah. all that. Go- I mean, I don't believe in none of that. Uh, but I also don't want to, like, watch graphic violence. It's just not for me. You know what yeah. I want to watch? Sexy Ten. <laughs> Not graphic violence. Sexy time and cute little puppies running through the yep, grass. There yeah, we go. Cool. That's that's much, uh, much my, more ha- my speed. Have you ever felt like somewhere that you were was haunted, though? Uh, there's been a couple times in my life where I feel like I've encountered something, but I also feel like, you know, as I look back on those times, I feel like it was my mind playing tricks on me. I went to a place in St. Louis mm-hmm. called Laughing Lakes. Where uh, allegedly a mother drowned her three children. Oh, wow. And, you know, the kids loved to laugh and run by the lakes. And so you could go out there on a full moon and you could hear laughing on there. And then, like, we saw some, like, weird-ass lights. Yeah. You know, but, you know, who knows what. Well, I'm here no laughing. You're you're, you're certainly not alone in that. Uh, Over two out of five Americans, 42% have experienced unexplained or unusual occurrences in their home, feeling the presence of something or someone they couldn't see, hearing unexplained sounds like footsteps or voices, witnessing strange apparitions. But a survey uh, indicates that one in six Americans believe that their current house right now is haunted. One in six. Man, your D.R. Horton home is not haunted. (laughs) (laughs) Your toll brother's property is not to have a bunch of goblins and ghouls in it. No, it No, it is not. Unless you have a basement. Unless you have a basement that's unfinished. Yeah. There's no finished basement that's haunted. No. That's no. against the law. Yeah. The, that's the, against the, ghost law. The ghosts have to move out. They do. Unfinished basement, g- ghosts absolutely mm-hmm. ever. It's riddled right down. But you got carpet down there. You got some drywall. Oh, you out. <laughs> Isn't that funny how our minds work? Yep. We honestly believe. Like, hey, we put up some drywall and some carpet. Uh, ghosts couldn't possibly nope. be here. Now it's a man cave. That's right. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but can you name them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Lori is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you, Lori? Wonderful. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. If you need some help, Mahoney is available as a lifeline. The first one, though, pretty challenging. Has only got three views on this bad boy. And like I mentioned, we are one of them. Good luck to you, Lori. Here we go with number one. Here comes Johnny singing old is loaded. Be-bop-a-looey, baby, what I say. Here comes Johnny singing, I got a woman down in the tunnel trying to make it pay. He got the action. He got the motion. Oh, yeah, the boy can play. Dedication. Devotion. Turning all the nighttime into the day. He did the song about the sweet loving woman. He did the song about the night. And he do the walk. Unfortunately, we're going to have to stop it right there. That is from River Rat 99, who we've heard before, Mahoney. Mm-hmm. Lori, do you know that one? Uh, is it Walk On By? It's close. It's real close. Uh, oh, boy. Do you know the artist? Or dire, do you, oh, dire Straits. Dire Straits, Correct. yeah. Walk of Life. Yes. There we go. Excellent. Great job. I love me some Mark Knopfler. How could you not? I mean, anytime I'm just like flying. Put on the uh, Mark Knopfler Essentials. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy my enjoy my flight. Lori, this is much more popular. 143,000 views on this one. Big start me up. Big start me up. Big start me up. Stop. I've been running hard. You got my ticket going to blow my top. Big start me up. Big start me up. Never stop. You make a grown man cry. You make a grown man cry. To make a grown man cry. Without the oil, the gasoline, I ride smooth. She's a clean machine. 
I don't know if I love that or hated that. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting take on that song. Lori, what do you got? I got I Need Mahoney. Okay. <laughs> Luckily, yours truly was one of the uh, first subscribers to Windows 95, and mm -hmm. that was the theme song of that, not that particular version. That is Start Me Up by the Rolling Stones. Mahoney coming in with a lifeline. Well done. Here we go on to number three. This one has got 349,000 views. Popular one of the morning. Good luck. Okay. <laughs> Why does that have 349,000 views? I'm not exactly sure. I was, I was like, is this girl famous or something? I don't like, know it. Not got a really. TikTok following. No, I mean, it's, uh, she's got 63,000 followers on Instagram, which is pretty good, I guess. But uh, do you know that one, Lori, or do you need some more help? I know it's Pearl Jam. Mm, it is not. <laughs> but you're in, the, you're in the right vein, though. Yeah. It's a grunge artist. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I'm really messed up. And I know the song. I feel like you're pretty far off on this one. <laughs> Do you want to tag Mahoney in for your last lifeline? Oh, I'd love to. Okay. I'll help you out here, Lori. That is Stone Temple is Pilots and Plush. Stone oh. Temple Pilots. The one, that, the one that you were not thinking about. I had the, uh, the pleasure of interviewing them uh, a couple months ago. Maybe, well, about eight months ago. Yeah. And... Uh, it was, you know, I, I asked them, I asked the uh, the organizers of that interview. Yeah. Can well, this be about a five, ten minute interview? And then they made it an hour interview at the last minute. An hour long interview on is a stage. Too much. <laughs> that is, <laughs> that is way too long. Wow. All right, here we go on to number four. You got three correct. If you get a full point on either one of these last ones, you're going to win today. Uh, this one's got 1,200 views. You can do it right here. When you come, I'll never get down. I'll fly across the floor. I can see you coming on me, and I really can't ask for more. Oh, rock me, sock me, baby, you got me right to the end. Break me, shake me, baby, you make me turn me on again. You got my motor racing. And we'll stop it right there at 30 seconds. You can win it right here with a full point, but no more lifelines. Can you do it, Lori? Oh, boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm so much better at this when I'm on the listening to it on the radio. Yeah, it's harder when you're doing it live. Isn't that the truth? Um, She's still got another song, Dave. She does have one more. Is if it you... Billy Squire? Yeah, yes. it is Billy Squire. Oh, I'm trying to sing it in my head so that way the words will come up. You got five seconds. I don't. Okay. Well, you get a half point. You get a half point. You get a half get point. A half. So that's good. All you need is a half point on the last one. That was my kind of lover by Billy Squire. So you got the artist. So okay. that's good. All right, you know? here we go. On to the last one. This one's got 702 views. If you get the artist or the song, you're going to win today. If you don't, you will lose and get nothing. Good luck. I would not lend a hand. I've seen your face before, my friend. But I don't know if you know who I am. And we'll stop it right there. Lori, I think I heard you say it in the background for the win. Do you know the artist or the song? Bill Collins, I can feel it in the air tonight. Truly a masterful performance, Lori. So good. Are you or are you not sitting in a hot tub right now? I am not. Oh, is, this is hot tub Lori though, right? It is. What Why? is disappointment? Why aren't you in the hot tub? Get in the hot tub, I feel Lori. like that's where your superpowers of song selection and song identification come from, Lori. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> the jet's got to be on. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, being the enormous celebrity that you are, I have a question for you. Have you ever felt threatened by a stalker, somebody that was a little too interested in you? Uh, Dave, we've had a couple stalkers uh, over the years, but, you know, uh, I feel like I could have beat all their ass, so I was, I was all right. You're doing okay? Yeah, there was one uh, stalker who referred to herself as Crazy Lady, and uh, she got a little too intense one time. Our, our good friend, 
uh, Hambone, who was doing the the night show at the radio station mm-hmm. many years ago, uh, had to deal with her like showing up randomly at the radio station at night, which yeah. is real creepy because she was a big lady. She was a bigger lady. She was a big lady. The, she was like six foot one. About the, 350. The, the the tipping scale, it wasn't the creepy letters because she would write these very disjointed, didn't really make sense letters about wanting to make sweet love to him while, you know, combing her hair in a Britney Spears-themed vanity and stuff. And you're like, every, everything about this. Feels is like a letter Britney Spears would write today. Yeah, for sure. Um, that wasn't the part that creeped everyone out. The part that creeped everyone out, I guess it was twofold. One is when she knocked on the window of the studio of our sister station. Mm-hmm. You just heard a little knock on the glass, and it was like that, that had access to the breezeway. And her face was just right, right there. there. You're like, yeah. ah, because they opened the blinds because the blinds were closed. Mm-hmm. It was like, hi. Uh, but then she also dropped off a picture for Hambone, and it was a picture of him in her shower. So she had taken a picture of him and had it in her shower, and then she took a picture of her empty shower with his picture in it. And this was before, like, cell phone cameras. Yeah, like, you had to, like, get that developed. Yeah, somebody, you got that developed out of Fox Photos or a Walgreens. Real weird. Uh, But it never ceases to amaze me just how weird people can be. I mean, we've heard those stories in the last couple of months about people breaking into cabins in Lake Tahoe and at that motel and just starting to suck on people's toes while they're mm-hmm. sleeping. And like, you're like, weird-ass stuff. What is going on here? Well, this guy, who should absolutely know better, he's 65 years old. His name is Michael Arnold. He's accused of stalking a New York woman from his light aircraft for four years. No. And what? pelting her home with tomatoes from above. I mean, okay. I mean, I don't hate this. So he, he's been charged with aggravated stalking, impeding, providing false information to police, and terrorizing this woman from the sky. He allegedly stalked the woman for years and dumped tomatoes on her home. Again, like, come on, man. Like, that. Learn how to handle rejection. If she doesn't want you, you don't need to fly over her house buzzing the tower and then throwing tomatoes at her house. That just seems so petty. Yeah, you know, everybody knows that if you're going to uh, really stalk somebody and by throwing uh, a fruit or a vegetable at them or a uh, or a bean, you drop green beans on them. That's how you really stalk. Yeah. <laughs> so since 2019, he would fly his single-engine Cessna 180 uh, to stalk her, like going flying over her house. And at times he would throw tomatoes, but... She said it was worse than that. She she accused him of waking her entire family up at 7 a.m. three times a week with the sound of the aircraft over her house. Said that her roof, her windows, and doors would rattle with the flybys because he was getting so close. This dude was straight up uh, mavericking it. Dude, every single day, this guy is waking up at the crack of dawn. The buzzer to house. Go get his little Cessna to fly over her house and terrorize her. Like, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Kind of funny when it happens to somebody else. Right. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you have a complaint? Yes. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, this is a really big question. Socks or no socks? I say no socks. Don Johnson made it pretty popular back in the 80s. Miami Vice, that hottie. Yeah, no socks, and I say bands, the checkered bands, no socks. Message deleted. You are out of your mind. What are you talking about? There is no circumstance where I would ever go without socks. We live in a world where no show sock technology exists. Yes. You can have the look of not wearing socks. Yes, I like well, that also, look. Sure. Yeah, get But that. we have the technology. You know what happens when you put your foot in like a loafer? You got a sweaty ass loafer. You're just the, the stank that just creates on the sole of that shoe is just gross. I know it's not aesthetically pleasing, but I am uh, I'm here to back people up that even uh, they're so committed to the sock game, wear them with sandals. You know, it's funny for people that wear the no-show socks and then you like go to somebody's house and you have to take the shoes off mm-hmm. and they see that you're wearing them and they look like ballerina slippers on your foot. <laughs> That's fine. Which is a perfect opportunity to pirouette across the floor yeah. and show so, off your skills. I will say in my uh, in my in my previous house we had carpet, and we had a no-shoe. No-shoe rule. Yeah. On the carpet. Shoes have to rule. come off, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think, Dave, you will be happy to know, in the house that I'm uh, looking to build, mm-hmm. we're going to go tile. No carpet. On the entire first floor. So I can wear my shoes You'll, like an adult. You won't have to take your shoes I off. Love I I'm love that. I'm doing that for you, sir. I appreciate that. Uh, also, yeah, man, just, just buy some no-show socks, please. Don't your feet stink? Your feet, your feet straight stink. up. There's not a person and, out there that goes sockless and doesn't stink. And yeah. if you're on a plane and you got bare ass feet, 
just out there. You're a criminal. I want the TSA to arrest you. Yep. Seatbelt extended to the dumb. Yep. Zip tie your ass. You know what's weird? Only you can stub your toe. No one else can do that to you. That would be horrible if you could stub other people's toes. Message deleted. <laughs> Never thought about that. Wow. I How? feel like I've stubbed my wife's toe. You have? Like where our fo- feet have hit and yeah. it's his stu- it caused her to stub her toe. What kind of kinky foot play were you so aggressively I, I doing with your wife? Just walking, man. Just walking? You know me. Walking I, 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 lo- I lumber around the house. <laughs> Some, but no, she still stubbed her toe on you. Yeah, but I think I caused it. I mean, okay, sure. I, but I, even I, the thought of like having your foot on the ground and hitting it with something, you can't do that, right? right He's got yeah. a good point that only you can do that to yourself. Thank God, because the the on the other side of things with the Achilles, I mean, oh, you, can, yeah. you can't really yeah. hurt your Achilles unless you snap it or something like somebody else can with a shopping oh, cart. A shopping cart, dude. Wow. That is the worst feeling ever. That is how assassins take people out. That's why I never want to go shopping again. Yeah. Everything just gets delivered to Dude, my front door. The, the, no the, more shopping carts in my life the ever. The absolute worst one. I mean, any shopping cart to the Achilles going to be devastating. But if you are at a Costco and somebody's got one of them orange sleds Ugh. and they hit you with that thing. You're dead. You, I mean, yeah. you do not want, I mean, you may not be dead, but you don't want to live anymore. No, that's it. Please leave a message after the tone. <laughs> uh, sorry about the daddy hero. Wouldn't that be something if they looked out the window and saw their boys saving a neighbor girl from going to heaven? <laughs> well, talk to you later, Mike. Message deleted. Dude, every day this guy calls, and I have no <laughs> What did he say? I don't know. I love him. Let's run it back. Let's, we do this every single day. Uh, word and, by word, syllable by syllable. And you, you can go and, and uh, leave us messages if you want as well at 833-YO-DUMMY. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, sorry about the daddy hero. Sorry about the daddy hero? I think, okay, I do think I know what he's talking about. On Internet is Undefeated last time, we had the audio of the woman that shared the story from the kid in school who said his dad was a hero. Oh, okay, For saving sure. his mom's life. Okay, yeah, so, got it. Wouldn't that be something if they looked out the window and saw their boy saving a neighbor girl from going to heaven? Uh, oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be something if they looked out the window and saw the neighbor? Okay, got it. All right. And then? Well, talk to you later, Mike. Message deleted. <laughs> Every time. I'll get you later, Mike. <laughs> Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Mahoney, just earlier this week, we had a story about a retired police chief from Illinois that had retired to the villages in Florida, which I envy him for that. That is a mm-hmm. wonderful decision uh, that got busted for shoplifting from a Walmart. And if you know anything about security, Walmarts have crazy security. You would think that this police chief would have, you know, obviously he spent too much time behind the desk and not enough time in the field to know the inner workings of the Walmart security systems. As somebody that has uh, been banned for life from the Walmart in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, I know all about the Walmart security. Didn't actually steal anything from the Walmart. Well, I mean, I guess it's kind of a gray area. You know those license plate little outline things that you put on your car? Sure. They have a piece of cardboard in them. Uh-huh. And I took a piece of cardboard out of one of them, and I wrote tags applied for. This is back in the day. That's what you did in South Carolina because I hadn't yet paid for my tags for my car, and we had gone to Myrtle Beach for some fun. Uh-huh. And so I was like, just going to take that piece of cardboard out, and security stopped me while I was walking out the door. And I'd actually purchased some other things. I'd just taken that. And uh, and he goes, you need to come with me. Like, just ran up to me. Plain clothes, showed me his badge. Oh, like, well. He's like, you need to come with me. I was like, okay, I guess I'll go with you. Uh, and took me into the back room, interrogated me for like 20 minutes, and then decided to let me go with a lifetime ban. So I cannot go to the uh, to the Walmart in Myrtle Beach. Man, show up to that bitch again. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't going to do nothing. They ain't going to do nothing. What so are you going to do, a, Myrtle uh, Beach? A Florida woman has, uh, has gotten into some trouble because she was actually shoplifting and uh, said that she was walking around the store for about three hours and she accumulated a number of things, including hair color kits, some drill batteries, shampoo, and other random items. So I don't know if there's some drugs going on here or what. But that I seems mean, three like real, hours in a store seems a little, a lot. Uh, little, little suspicious to begin with. They say it was about $160 worth of merchandise, which you'd feel like you could do better than that if you spent three hours in a Walmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she, uh, she, she took all these items, and she just walked right past all the cash registers and was walking out the door and same thing security guard spots her runs over and tells her to stop and she didn't stop for a very good reason why did she she have to poop well no she was just very confused mahoney because she said that she thought that the security guard was trying to holler at her 
Oh. Yeah. And so oh, she did okay. not want to stop because she was not interested in uh, exploring the, the potential upside of a romantic relationship. She, with she ain't a, got time for the extra suitors? No, man. No, not, not right now. I'm in the middle of shoplifting. I don't have time for this security guard to be hollering at me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, turns out the uh, the police did not buy that excuse. Did they? Did they holler at her? Yeah, they hollered, uh, "You're under arrest, ma'am," mm-hmm. and she uh, she went to jail. And uh, interestingly, mugshot here, not bad looking, pretty good looking. I mean, you know, I mean, crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I crazy. Mean, but you hot, give her a fake name. Don't show your tell her where you live. And, yeah, you know, might be a good night. Event. Yeah, I mean, maybe <laughs> she's got drill batteries. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. <laughs> To kick off today's Redneck Report, Mahoney, I have a question for you. What's that, Dave? If I went to jail, would you be a good first phone call for me? Yes. I wouldn't tell your wife. I appreciate that. I would get in touch with a bail bondsman. You wouldn't come bail me out? Well, I mean... Yeah, I mean, if you could figure out, I mean, how much is your bail? So, so, I figure so if, you're, if you're making a call to me, yeah. this is a bail that, like, <laughs> petty cash on hand ain't going to cover. <laughs> so I actually think that these are some real ones. You, you tell me if these guys are good friends or not, uh, because they sound like pretty good friends to me. Deputies say they uncovered a total of $14,700 in fraudulent charges, and they're working to have the money returned to customers. There's people that were going through the Hardee's slash Carl's Jr. drive through and they were getting overcharged. Uh-huh. And they're like, well, why were these people getting overcharged? Well, jail officials had noticed that some inmates had suspicious irregu- irregularities in their funds. And they were able to bound out of jail almost immediately. So there was this group of people that were working at a Hardee's. And they were scamming customers coming through to bail out their homies who were in jail. Real ones. <laughs> for real, man. Real ones. <laughs> You're out here charging people for a large fry instead of a small. You're charging them twice for a soda. They're not noticing. And until, of course, eventually they did. They, they called it Operation Hardee's. Serves up to 20 felony counts at Wait, the drive through window. You, it's Operation Hardee's? Hardee's. Oh, I thought yeah. you were like, I'm like, what kind of operation are they Are they Hard-dees. running there? Yeah. I mean, I get it's prison and all, but that's weird. So I actually think that this fella is a is a real go-getter. He, uh, he went to a job interview. No real... Uh, feedback as far as how the job interview went, but mm-hmm. I don't imagine it's it went that great. He felt like he needed to really show what an excellent potential employee could be. Is went uh, above and beyond. Yes, and so he decided that he was going to leave the interview and then promptly steal a vehicle just outside of the job that he just applied. Well, for. maybe he hated the interviewer so bad that he just was like, "I'm gonna steal this bitch's car." So he gets into this vehicle and he's going a hundred miles per hour in the emergency lane. That ain't good. Yeah, it's not great. The uh, The victim told deputies that he had gone into the store to buy snacks during a road trip, left the car running because he did not want the chocolate to melt, and that's when this guy hopped in his vehicle uh-huh. and took off. Um, they uh, they shut down the uh, the car with the OnStar technology. They can do that? When he's going 100. <laughs> it just, it just, just, you just slowly come yeah. to a stop. Mm-hmm. I kind of love that. Like, OnStar, we got you, bitch. I didn't know that OnStar was still a thing. I didn't either. How about it? Uh, so don't you hate it when you're just innocently napping in your car? As you do. Yeah. You're hey, just, I love a good car nap. Yeah, this this guy was uh, was in his silver Cadillac in a driveway that did not belong to him. So mm-hmm. that's why the cops got involved. Sometimes you park in the wrong driveway yeah, when you're sleepy. And take a little nap. Yeah. You know? and Been there. You're sitting there innocently taking a nap in somebody else's driveway in your silver Cadillac. And then somebody comes and puts... 28 grams of methamphetamine in your lap. Because oh, when the cops the got there, crime, Dave. And yeah, they knocked on the window and they noticed he had a whole bunch of meth on his lap. They're like, hey, you got a bunch of meth on your lap. He said, that's not mine. I was just napping in mm-hmm. somebody else's driveway. Why would you think that that's my meth? Why would you? Also, you're doing meth wrong if you're just falling asleep. Like, take a break, man. You, you can wake up, live to meth it up another day. Yeah, you're supposed to be able to stay up for like a week on end. Instead, you're napping in a silver Cadillac in somebody else's driveway, and now you're going to jail. This is David Mahoney. Mahoney, something that we have seen come along in our lifetime, which I don't think is fair, is the vomit tax. So the vomit tax first started with the Ubers, I believe. And I can I can understand, like, if you're an Uber driver, if you've got somebody in your car and they throw up, like, hey, man, like, you got to pay to clean this car because it's not my fault that you're that you drank so much that you're vomiting everywhere. But also, I mean, imagine if the vomit tax existed when we were younger. Because I don't think that kids vomit the same way that they did 
back in the day? That I don't know, man. I know I would throw up every week. I threw up every week for about three years straight. I mean, I remember as a kid, like when a bug would be going around the house, like everyone would be vomiting at the same time. Oh. We all had the vomit buckets. So you know? I never threw up that way. I'm talking just alcohol. I mean, probably oh, sure. from 19 to 22. Yeah. I threw up almost every damn week like clockwork. It got to a point where I knew I was going to throw up, so I would go make myself throw up preemptively while I was still mostly sober ah. to get it get it out of the way. Sure. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a good thought, maybe. Or maybe I was just bulimic. <laughs> that, could, that could be it, too. Were you saving the vomit? I was very thin back then. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, was I was. It was working. Well, we've seen the, the vomit tax in the in the Ubers, mm-hmm. and uh, that- I've, like, paid again, it. I've paid it before. Kind, kind of makes sense. You did pay it one time, uh, even though the guy that you, you threw up in his car was, you said, very understanding. He was. He didn't even put it on. I mean, I gave him, I gave him like $200 cash because I felt awful. Yeah. Uh, or three hundred dollars cash. It was you know I had won some money gambling, so I yeah. I had a pocket full of money, and you know he didn't even put it on my Uber record. So uh, I still funny. have like a damn near perfect Uber score. Um, Mahoney, you uh, you vomited my car, and uh, you did not uh, you did not hand me any money for vomiting. Uh, my that car. was pre Uber, uh, and uh, that's your fault. <laughs> that's it's my you, fault. You you overserved me. I overserved first you. and foremost, uh-huh. and uh, uh-huh. second of all, Dave, uh, I did you a favor because that car was a lemon. It was, it was, yeah. And so I, yeah. you know, that's that literally, I think like. No, a, worse like the transmission was always broke and it smelled like vomit i think no you only kept that car for like three more weeks and then you got a new one so i i i gave you the uh the you know the the inspiration yeah 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 yeah, yeah, for sure to go get a new car um so some bay area restaurants are doing a thing now where they're imposing a vomit tax because they offer bottomless mimosas during brunch but they have been dealing with patrons drinking so excessively that they start throwing up in the bathrooms or at the tables. So at kitchen the stories. Yeah. <laughs> Get your life together. Dude, if you're man. throwing up after Off mimosas, uh, at bottomless the table, mimosas, you 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 are man, you have made some poor life choices. You are a mess. And that's coming from somebody that enjoys an adult beverage or two. If you're vomiting at the table, yeah. like what are you doing, man? So it's a restaurant in Oakland. They posted a sign in its bathrooms warning patrons about consequences of vomiting in public areas. I disagree with the whole, like, if you make it to the bathroom, you, you made it to the bathroom. Yep. That, I mean, that, obviously, that, you can't be that's like. That's through the uprights, baby. Yeah. That is good. Uh, the sign states that there's a $50 cleaning fee that will be automatically included in the bill if someone throws up. So according to the restaurant owners, the sign has helped to prevent vomiting incidents, and customers are now aware of the cleanup fee. So the duration of bottomless mimosa service are, uh, they're saying, have a, obviously a direct result on it, but people uh-huh. tend to be behaving better as a result See, of it. I there, there's part of me that uh, agrees with this, but then there's also a part of me that doesn't because you are attracting a certain type of crowd by offering very, very cheap bottomless mimosas. You kind you know, there, there, there are bars, and there's a reason why some bars are more expensive than others, because yeah. they want a certain type of clientele there. If you're known as the place with the cheapest bottomless mimosas in town, you're going to get some people throwing up on your tables. So this is a, there's, there's a restaurant in San Francisco which has a designated staff member that's known as the Mimosa Ferry, and they walk around and they do the refilling of glasses from a pitcher, and that's to prevent excessive drinking. Like, hey, man. I tell you what, I appreciate you being a, a nanny of my mimosa drinking, uh-huh. but if I go into a place and I order bottomless mimosas and I can't have a refill until the mimosa fairy decides that it's appropriate, I'm out. Yeah, no. I'm going to vomit on your restaurant on purpose. This is David Mahoney. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a, leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So, you know, I'm glad that this will never come back. Silent movies. For as much as we like doing reboots and dumb sequels, we'll never see those again. So, thank God. Message deleted. Wasn't The Quiet Place kind of a silent movie? It was, actually, now that you mention it, yeah. And that got really good ratings from... uh, Wasn't there a second Silent Place? There was, but that one didn't get the kind of... uh, Quiet Place. Ratings that the first one did, but uh, Jim from The Office, yeah, John Krasinski directed and I think wrote that as well. I saw it, I thought it was just okay, yeah, I thought it was unique, mm-hmm. but it's kind of weird. He isn't he one of those guys, like, because we know him best from Jim from The Office, yeah, but like him being like all buff now, like, what, what are you, what, what, what are you doing? Like, I mean, I get it, you're married to Emily Blunt, who's gorgeous, so you probably want to like 
step up your game. I mean, I get it, but like even him as an action star because he's Jack Ryan yeah. on Amazon, and it just feels weird. He's he's good in the role, but it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't. It just doesn't. Please leave a message after the tone. What's that one board game that you dominate at? For me, it's Boggle. I'm like a word-searching wizard. Message deleted. Settlers of Catan, especially when I'm playing with my sister, she never, ever, ever wins. And it's mostly because I'm able to convince her to make terrible trades with me at the most inopportune time for her. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, I am currently undefeated at the board game Stratego. Stratego? I don't know if I've even ever played It's kind of like, so you have, uh, like, it's kind of like chess and checkers in a way, but you have uh, 10 styles of pieces labeled, like, 10 through 0. Mm-hmm. And... Two beats one, so if like two pieces, you can't see the other person's pieces, but when they run into each other, a two beats a one, a seven beats a six, a nine beats a three, but then there's one, zero, the spy who beats everybody, but also anybody beats him. I have uh, I have noticed that uh, it's not a board game, but Uno, dude, mm-hmm. I absolutely whoop my kid's ass in Uno. I'm so good compared I mean, to them. Yeah, have I mean, you they're made... sure they're seven, four, and three, but like I will whoop you so good. They... Dave, you know I don't judge you. I'll, I'll, I'll let you get down to one card left and hit you with a bam, plus four. I, I don't judge your parenting. Uh, it's not my place. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, appreciate that. But, uh, but. <laughs> I, I do want to know, Yeah, have you ever made one of your children cry while playing Uno? I believe you mean taught them a valuable lesson that life sometimes hands you disappointment in and the you form draw of four <laughs> cards at a time. Please leave a message. So that's a yes. <laughs> I approve. Hostels seem like the creepiest places to stay. I know there are nice ones, but even those don't sound fun. I just don't like the idea of sleeping next to a complete stranger who very well well might get drunk and puke on my luggage. Stresses me out. Message hostels deleted. are too European for me. Yeah, that's a, I'm, I'm, I'm past the point in life where hostels are attractive. If you anyway. are young and hot and you're, you're just have backpacking like anonymous all over the place. sex, sure, yeah, yeah, hostels I'm sure are great. Like but. twenty, like in like eighteen to twenty two. Would have been a great time when you have no money, right? But if you I know, walk into a hotel room a now and it's a, and it's a, even a queen size bed, I'm like, ah, oh, it's gonna be a rough night. Got to be all the starfish on that. I'll thing, tell you, you know? this: one of the things that I do love doing is that when we get a hotel, you make her sleep in the other bed. I go two beds. Two beds, yeah. We go two beds. It's a good move. It's a good move. You could just do whatever you want, man. You just you just laying in that bed. She's like, what are you doing over there? This golf clap. Yeah. Call our voicemail and say anything you want. Anything? Well, uh, almost anything. Call 833-YO-DUMMY to be a part of the Dave and Mahoney Show. It is entirely possible that I am too sensitive about this sort of thing, but I want to share something with you, Mahoney and Chris, and you guys tell me if I'm overreacting. So we had some friends that were in town this weekend, and like I told you guys, there's already kind of chaos. There's seven kids between the two of our families, all of them under eight years old. It's just, it's a lot to deal with. You just got off another trip where there was like 14 people in a one-bedroom condo Mm. in Seattle. Like, Mm -hmm. you, I mean, I know it's not you. I know it's not you. Nah, but not your wife just loves having people around. She does. And then I see her getting frustrated sometimes. I'm like, no, you you don't get the right. No, uh, this is you. No, 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 no. Uh, you don't get to freak uh-huh. out right now. I get to freak out because I didn't want this. But so uh, our friends are in town. They don't really know their way around. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're going to check stuff out that they want to see because they're, you know, excited about New checking City, out the area. All that yeah, stuff. All sure. that stuff. And, um, and they're following us wherever they go. And it turns out that. My friend Greg, who is uh, who's driving, okay, is really bad at following, and I don't like bad followers, man. I don't either. And also, I mean, why are you following? Just ask for the address. Just shoot, where we're going. shoot him the address. Yeah. Like we don't have to. You don't have to be on my ass. But it it, it happened multiple times where mm-hmm. we're following. He's following us, and I'm like, where did he go? Like I'm not running through yellow lights right before they turn red and stuff like that. Like where where is he going? And then it happened. The egregious offense by my wife, and I hope you're listening right now, Brittany. Oh, boy. <laughs> we're, we're leaving breakfast, and she goes, hey, uh, do, do you mind if I drive? I'm like, oh, whoa. That's like, not what I thought you were going to say. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? And Because she never drives. She has four divorces. Is that what's going on here? <laughs> it's, it's borderline. Uh-huh. And she goes, she goes, do you mind if I drive? I'm like, what? Why? Like, what are you talking about? You never want to drive. I always drive. This is a big swing. 
and for an unexplained reason. We're mixing things up in a way, this is like almost more egregious than switching sides of the bed that have already been established. I thought you were going to say switch to something else. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. It felt like that. Right. <laughs> so I, I asked her again, why do you want to drive? And this is the third time and she's being dodgy about it. And she goes, I just think that you're not a good driver for someone to follow and I would be better at it. Oh, hell no. And I went, that is, uh, is really, really hurtful, Brittany. Why, why would you say that to me in front of our kids? Um, Those, that's a, that is something your kids will never, they probably need to go to therapy right now. Right now. You, their father has been emasculated. In front of them. Yeah. And so I'm like, fine. Sure. Oh, you, you let, let her, her drive. Yeah. yeah. Well, what is I going to do? Arm wrestler? <laughs> she she really mean, wanted to drive. I mean, if you had the keys, you'd be like, ah, no, tr- she, trying she, to get them. She had the keys, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> they were in her bag. <laughs> and so I let her drive. Did she lose? Did Greg and lose she her? Lost Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yes. See, you know that's the that's the cherry on the yeah. Sunday there. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that'll never change. Is I that- was gloating when we were pulling into the place, the little candy store that we were going to. I'm like, oh, you see, do you see Greg around? Yeah. yeah. Where's, where's, he at? Uh, where's Greg? Where's he at? I mean, since you're such a good, uh, good, good follow leader. Yeah. This isn't a you problem. Yeah. This is a him problem. This is a Greg problem. Just, just put shoot, that on just, me. Just shoot him the address. We'll, when we all get there, it'll be fine. Nobody has to follow anybody. It's not 1906. I'm still taking victory laps. So no divorce lawyers called then? Not yet. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. (laughs)